Okay, welcome everyone to the next session of Rama the Frost Maiden. Um, uh, pretty climactic cliffhanger, Doctor's, Doctor Who style close where we finish the last session by rolling initiative. Um, intro there is the, our Rhyme of the Frost Maiden one, which um, uh, we had performed and recorded for us. Um, now, while Rhyme of the Frost Maiden might not feel like standing over this shadowy lava in the shadow fell and so on, that's where you all started off your journey, getting, I think, up to level 13 by the time you encountered Aurel herself. And uh, from there, having uh, released the frozen grip that she had on the north, um, uh, banishing, banishing her avatar or, or whatnot, her essence, um, defeating her in combat, uh, have been adventuring in the far south through Chult all for the last, well, in real terms, for six months or so. Um, and uh, chasing this mysterious figure, Shavalak. Um, you've found that the children of Abtal, Abtal being the greater god, great god of, of the south, uh, the children of Abtal are um, um, usually what dinosaurs are referred to, and um, finding out that he had... Uh, th things are more dire in the south and uh, portentous for the rest of the... at least for the southern half or lands adjoining is um, things are getting more and more corrupted over time and apparently Abtar, when he, he didn't leave he just broke up or divested his essence throughout the, throughout the domain and um, but that has left some of these um, divine sparks to be collected, harvested and maybe misused or abused and uh, you, you've found quite a few of these corrupted Fey elemental spirits um, defeated or released them, depending on your perspective. You know, some big epic battles within Chult. Um, even one area that had been um, taken off to the Dread Domains, a subdomain, Ravenloft, um, freed that and finally found your way to um, and discovered the real Mesro, which has been secreted away in the, in the Plain of Shadow and have made your way over the last couple of days through this great maze. Maze is Ubtal's holy symbol. And um, <clears throat> finally found your way to the Blightspire. And uh, I think I, I'll just remind you... Uh, actually, while I'm doing that, it might be worthwhile if we just go along um, and if you could just describe your character just briefly, you know, the, the, the elevator pitch. And let me know the current state because I can see tokens and icons and things on, your, on the screen. And I can see your health bar and your temporary hit points as well. But if you could um, spell it out for me or um, describe it for us, that would be great. So, um, uh, Aragon, can you give us a bit of a... Who is Aragon and how's it, where's he at? Uh, Aragon is the silver uh, dragonborn paladin, uh, looking rather healthy, actually. Okay. What's that um, bloody eye? Is that the bloody eye? Is see invisibility? Oh yes. 
And uh, that other token is that failure save in throw that we did uh, when we first entered this place, which would be what again? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll um, check that up. <clears throat> and um, uh, remind you and myself. But while we do that, I guess let's go on to Jackus. Jackus is the half or oath of vengeance paladin, and yep, I'm looking healthy also, and complete spell slides and everything. Right. Okay. So you're tip top. Yep. And you're a paladin and fighter. I was just look, having a bit of a squeeze on those character sheets. Yep. Yep. Uh, multi-class two fighter, battle master fighter. Right. You've got quite a following, about a hundred or so, a hundred or so warrior mercenaries, and uh, yes, I think yes, your, yes. your 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 main lieutenants um, showed you the ways of battle master business. Yeah. Okay. The rightful king of Neverwinter. Ne right, cool. Rightful king of Neverwinter. We never got around to going and sacking Neverwinter, unfortunately. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, just coming back to you, um, uh, Aragon, is you've got disadvantage to your intelligence and wisdom checks. So not saving throws. So... Checks, so as in like school checks. Yeah, yep. Cool, cool. Yeah, history books go out the door. Yep, uh, hi history is already out the door. Yeah, uh, perception. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I had advantage, so a single roll on perception. Uh, right, that's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. So, that's due to this um, uh, corruptive influence of entering the Blight Spire. Um, now, while we're on the Blight Spire, I think I can probably, I'll just remind you, show it to you. You should be able to see this on screen now. Mm. So you believe that you could be right up the top, or actually, or because you teleported, actually could be right under the base um, of the tower. But you entered there and fought the Concierge, um, a Nykoloth mercenary in service to Shavalak and his Blightwalker zombie bodies. And then you went upstairs and cut free and released all of those um, shards, elemental shards surrounding the spire. Okay. Now. Um, who's next? Oh, Ash Louise. Asher Louise is a pale red tiefling uh, priestess and cleric of the gods of sun and moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is a twilight cleric. She was sent here on a mission after dealing with the winter goddess Oriel to sort out another extraplanar value. And uh, she is the team's designated healer. And I cannot see my... I, my map is just black, so I can't see my icons on there. Oh, okay. Oh no, there we go. Oh, I found it. Uh, oh, I don't know what that heart is, whether I got any negative impact, or oh, that could be Death Ward as well. Yeah, it's Death Ward. Uh, death Ward. Okay, yeah. You cast that on yourself some time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, Aragon, you've cast... It lasts for an hour or so, but you've still got your um, Detect Invisibility up. Yep. 
It's one hour. Okay. Now, who else have we got? Uh, next is Riddle. Um, Riddle is the Archfey Warlock Tabaxi. Um, got rescued by this current party and is finding herself in more hot water than she initially bargained for. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you've, you've succumbed to the uh, jungles of Chult somewhat, even though you are a, um, you've been a warlock for all your life or for many years. You've uh, gone a bit I, wild and you've... you've, you've a little um, bit feral with some barbarian in there. Yeah, yeah, you're into the, into the, into the war paint, feathers and, and whatnot. Um, so, um, I think everyone needs to be honest. Uh, you've needed it to thwart off the mosquitoes and the bites and the, the, the war paint stuff is, is next to war paint, you found out, going through the deep jungles of the Choltengar. Um, they're just what the locals use to keep the insects away, which otherwise inflict terrible diseases and so on. Now, um, we do have uh, Sharpie, who is currently invisible. And with him not here, um, I'm going to make him invisible. Uh, he's still there on the map somewhere, but um, you just no, no one can see where he is, except for Aragon, of course. Aragon, he's somewhere about. Um, and as long as he's not in my way, that is fine. Yes. Now you were escorted here um, by a champion of uh, of the the um, nature temple that you went to, an Earth Ganasi barbarian, Core. Uh, and while it would be cool to have him and his awesome mole attending you, um, he was hoping to. We're not seeing his his uh, player tonight because he's um, he's uh, child due in two weeks' time. It was all perfectly lining up, and had the audacity to be two weeks early. So uh, congratulations to him, and all of our thoughts are with you, uh, David. Um, and we hope to hear soon how things are all going. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll move core back. Um, for you know, basically protecting your your escape route. So um, the benefit you've got there is if you are just going to get chased, you've you've got a um, a backstop. So um, leading up to just the most recent events, I, I mentioned you going into the Blightspire. I mentioned you chopping away and destroying these um, tendrils to the, to the moats of. Um, of elemental magic or fey magic that was somehow being sucked or drained drained off into the main tower and uh, found yourself crossing this chamber and Sharpie has whispered a warning as he's gone up to the up these stairs now I'm just going to reveal move this sliding screen away bear with me for a sec actually bear with me for more than a sec I'll let you know I've got um, Twitch open, which I'm not, I'm, I'm, I've just got an eye on it, but not, not um, in, in case there's any comments, but that I'm not expecting lots, but you guys are the focus. Ah, Discord, um, obviously roll 20, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other tabs. <laughs> so a bit of a, 
bit of a Howard Jones moment, giving away my age. Um, okay, so you should see through this doorway. How is that looking to you? Can you see through the passage and into a room beyond? I can see a skull. Okay, yeah. let me see Jakus control L. Ah, oh, right, so it's very dim in here. So the reason why it's dim, it probably for people looking on, on Twitch and so on, they can possibly see it much brighter because the, the maps I'm using are very bright and lavery. But this place is just suffused with shadow. And um, probably easiest way to describe it, it's like being in fog, but it's not fog where it's, it's white, it's, or it's more like black smoky oily stuff but not tangible in the same way as um, oily smoke might be and so that's where there's this limited vision but you should be able to see a fair way um, is there a light source in the party Currently. yeah I think that's that's riddle your flame tongue is a, is a light so what I'll I also do... have light yes okay so what I'll do is for Riddle, I'm going to switch on your bright light, flame tongue, 40 foot of bright light. Ah, it's, it's, it's halved here though in any case. So is that right, 40 foot of bright light for your flame tongue? Yeah, 40 foot. Okay, so I'm switching it down to 20 foot of bright light and 20 foot of low light. But that should also that should still light up your immediate areas. And Ash, what have you got there? Just the light cantrip, so twenty bright, twenty dim, I believe. Okay. But I naturally have three hundred foot dim vision anyway. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm. Putting... I was having a look through my spells as well. Uh, I have daylight prepared. Yeah. Okay. As well. It's, so, prob it's probably more. In case we need it. Yep. Yeah, it's probably more. Uh, what I'm just trying to establish now is uh, what's your current visibility, because it matters for what you what I can describe to you. So if I control L for Jakus again, yeah. So you guys are all lit up. So whatever's looking at you can see you all brightly silhouetted. But you can hear this sound in the distance. Let me see if I can turn it up a little bit. And it's coming from ahead. And I'll let you know, as I did last week, that you hear this, um, this almost hissing, but sort of sibilant whispers, and Sharpie screaming in your in your mind's eye telepathically. Um, there's a creature coming, a huge, enormous creature, comprised of shadow. And, and I think Aragon and Jakus, I think you're both at the front. You might oh, be, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to see a creature coming into view. Uh, I can see a silhouette of one. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a handout and I'm going to... Can you see that? Here we are, a bit better. It's floating, it has four arms, it has tree roots for hair. It would fit, it would seem like a little bit druidy, but um, it looks hellish. 
can you see that on the screen okay? Hey, yep. Okay. And we've reached, we've just rolled initiative. Um, Ash Louise, you can hear in your mind in your in your mind Sharpie screaming a warning. Uh, Shavalak comes. What do you want to do? Uh, do I know which direction it's coming from? From directly ahead. The, 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 the passage you're on is like a bridge, but it slopes upwards. Yeah. And that's why you can't quite see over the lip where Jakus and Aragon are. I will conjure uh, summon Celestial in front of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, now, do you have a token for that? Was that a spell that we were... I think you can just use the Guardian of Faith token. It's a large token. Uh, I, I think I see it in the M minus M2S. It's in the spells folder. Yep, M2S. There we go. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have tokens for it for sure. Okay, there you go. An angel appears. Where do you want it, Ash? Uh, as far in front as possible. Okay, so you can probably see to the top of the stairs and the landing just on the inside. And is that uh, a... I'll put, it, I'll put it like halfway between, yeah, the furthest my sight and then, um, yeah, I can see onto the landing. Um, okay. Maybe like, yeah, like maybe on either one of the sides of the middle pillar. Like off to the side like that? Uh, oh, you can go further than that. Uh, any, yes. any beyond that, and you can't actually see the space. You can see it on the screen because it's flat, but there was, remember, um, I blocked it off more for the people uh, there, sure. further down. And then uh, he will use his action to block or dodge, and then he will also fly 40 feet then uh, until, you know, I see the moment you see an enemy stop, is what I tell him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're saying dodge, so he, so he takes the dodge. Now, does he, does the, I say he, whatever it is, do, uh, but. It looks a bit he-ish, the picture. Um, does it have it go on initiative or just go on your turn? Uh, it goes immediately after me. Okay, all right. So you're ordering it to take the dodge action and... I, I missed the second part, yes. sorry. Okay. Uh, take the dodge, dodge action, fly forward up to 40 feet, which is his movement, but to stop if he sees an enemy. Okay. All right, he stops instantly. Okay, oh, fantastic. I, I yell back, he's right ahead. <laughs> okay, now is this a creature? Do you have stats for it? Or is it a... Uh, yes, I have the stats and it is a creature. It's a celestial. Okay. All right. He's a defender, defender um, celestial spirit. Okay, and how many hit points does it have? 40. Okay. So when it comes, it moves moves forward, and um, Aragon and Jakus, you see um, uh, this creature's shavalak's arm lengthens and then whoosh, and swooshes across um, this angel's uh, chest. The angel has armor. Oh yeah, I'm gonna roll to hit. 
Okay, hit summon class 20. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how, how is your this angel for cold damage? Does not resist anything. Okay. He takes um, 10, 20, 35 damage. Wow. Uh, hang on, bear in mind, there's the dodge going on, isn't there? I'm just going to roll again, just in case I miss. I'll give you those hit points back if uh, it hits. No, both of them hit. Sorry. Okay, so that's the, that's a slash going on there. Um, and that was Ash Louise. No movement for of yourselves, of yourself, Ash, Ash Louise? I'll move up to behind Aragon. Okay, just move yourself to where you want to be. And then we go to Aragon. What do you want to do? I'm going to uh, walk into this room. Okay. okay. Five, One, two, three, four, five. Twenty-five will get you to Shavalak. Right there. All right. Action's time. Yep. Perfect. I'm going to do my hack and slash thing. Okay. So what does that entail? Uh, roll to hit. And yeah. Hope, oh. hope it hits, and if it hits, it's a smite. Oh, you've just got That's the it. one. You've just got one sword. Okay, where you go, roll to hit. Yeah. Sixteen to hit. Uh, sixteen misses. You do strike him, but it seems as if the um, like when you use a non-magical weapon against a wraith or something, it sort of passes through a bit. Now, you know that your this weapon would hit, but it's almost as if, because of the wispy shadow all around it, you, like a mirror image, I guess, as you may miss, he's, yeah. got, he's got an armor class due to um, yeah. this shadowy effect. 17 to hit. Uh, 17 misses as well. Well, uh, I'm going to burn up a first... Level, yeah. Uh, first level spell slot to cast uh, Shield of Faith on myself as a bonus action. Okay. Shield of Faith. Now, does that override your sea blindness, sea invisibility? Uh, no. No, it does not. Okay. Because sea uh, invisibility is not concentration. Oh, happy days. Okay. All right. So, Shield of Faith, what does that put your own class at? 23. Happy days. Okay. When you um, have that. Uh, finish. Is that your turn done? Uh, that is my turn, yes. Okay, Shavalak looks at you and uh, almost amazed that you would dare to attack attack uh, such an entity and he swings at you. Hitting arm um, class 19 and missing. Shing! Yeah. You've got a shield, don't you? Oh, and the shield of faith. So. Oh yeah, nice one. Okay, alright. So then... Um, the ground seems to rumble a bit and Shavalak concentrates just for a moment. And uh, then his arms, much like in the picture, go stretch out, all four of them, and this um, writhing spiral of um, shadows comes out of, comes, comes out of his chest and uh, um, goes to you, Aragon. 
And you need to do a constitution saving throw, please. As these um, tendrils all... That's uh, a 22. Okay. Um, now, they've, they've, are you um, resistant to cold at all? I am. Okay. All right. So there's some minor cold damage, uh, five damage. And it looks like these tentacles try to grab onto you and hold you tight. But um, you manage to throw them off and they sort of dissipate. It's like a wave crashing over you. And um, then Shavalak has a go. <laughs> Um, one thing, Aragon, now that you get close, is you can see that Aragon, uh, that, that um, Shavalak seems to be wounded. There are three, uh, like, umbilicals that are severed, each leaking a fluid that is a different colour. Okay. What's your uh, passive investigation? Nine. Okay. Oh, that's an interesting. I could uh, fill up my car with super. Um, no, I'm not sure what it's for. Uh, uh, passive uh, perception is 20. Yeah. All my other passives are like, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, no worries. Um, okay, here we go. Okay, so Shavalak goes, points towards, um, just with, with all four arms in front of you, and um, issues out a, like a ball, a, 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 a nexus of black energy comes out, and then it goes, it goes into itself like a mini black hole, and then poof, there's this explosion of uh, necrotic energy. It's going to go far enough to affect everyone. And um, this is called uh, um, Circle of Death. Can everyone make a Constitution saving throw? Bear in mind where that you we've got we've got a we're a paladin rich environment, so you might get some pluses from being close to them. You're looking for a 19. I've got a 22. Okay, so everybody. Is it a con save? Con save, yes. Uh oh, riddle. That would be a no for the dad. No, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, can you roll one for the angel as well, Ash, as, as well as yourself? Sure. Make you the first. What do I get from the aura of the paladin? Uh, which That's one? three from me. Okay, that's a 16, and then the angel... It also fails. <laughs> okay. So this is going to do necrotic. Um, I'll roll it and we'll see. Some of you are resistant and we'll halve this again. Okay, it does 35 damage. Which is probably going to dispel this angel. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, he's out of there. Jakus, you'll take uh, 15, 16, 17 damage. 17 if you take half. 17 yeah, for Ash. Okay. 
Okay, Riddle, you're taking 35, I believe. Oh, no, Ash, you're on a 13. Are you... You're not resistant, are you? No. Okay, so you'll take the 35 as well? Yep. And uh, Vikander, your resident mage up the back there, also takes 35. How's he doing? Um, very badly. He's about as tough as an angel. <laughs> and I'm still concentrating on Shield of Faith. Oh, you've passed that? Great. And But you've taken a bit of damage from this um, Circle of Death. Yes, I have. Okay. And Shavalak is going to move. Um, I'm, I'm, he's under you. It looks under you, but he's directly above you. Okay, so he's flying up over the top. Oh, sorry. No, he's not. He's, he's hovering, but he's but he doesn't go higher than a couple of feet off the ground. So I'll leave him where he is for now. Okay. Um, Jakus, finally, with a ten. Save. I can't see anything in save. Uh, it is. Oh yeah, I can see like a, I can see like an outline. Yeah, it's very dark. Remember, it's um, it's uh, like in a murky, murky swamp. All right. Um. So for my action, I will cast haste on myself. And then for my bonus action, I will vow of enmity. Oh, okay. So you've got haste goes off, and then vow of enmity. Yep. Haste was your action. Yep. So my AC is now twenty-five. Nice. All right. That's it. Okay. I just, oh, wait, I'll rest of my movement and just step back here. Okay. All right. Um, Shavalak is going to whack at you, Aragon. Ouch. Hitting, okay. Hitting armor class 34. <laughs> y yeah. <sighs> um, and doing with this massive um, um, mace weapon, big necrotic fist, um, doing uh, 10, 20, 30, 3 damage. And you need to do your con check. I think I failed that one for Shield of Faith. Yeah, okay. That was Jakus having his turn and Shavalak with a legendary action. Um, Riddle, finally. Um, for the moment, I want to stay where I am, and after that nice batch of necrotic, I would like to cast Tasha's Otherworldly Guys on myself. Oh, nice one, okay. <laughs> Now, can you flip yourself? You've got another token that you can flip over, don't you, for that? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Is that a bonus action? Uh, it's a full action. It's okay. full spell. All right. 
But I've now got my pretty wings. I am. I am immune to necrotic Ooh, and radiant cool. damage. Yeah. Uh, and a whole heap of other stuff, including plus two of my AC. Nice one. Okay. Um. And. I. I. Yeah. I think I'll just stay here for now. That kind of hurts. Okay. So no. Okay. Did I miss a bonus action, or...? No, no, I don't really have an appropriate bonus action right now. Yeah, okay. Alrighty. Um, that's Riddle done. I would recommend getting into position so we see him. Uh, does Riddle's uh, magic item go off? Uh, no. That's the cantrip, sorry. No. And that... Uh, oh, wait, the... Um, wild, wild magic. magic. She's oh, got no. braces that uh, every they get they let, yeah. you, let you to cast an extra cantrip, but it means every time you cast a spell, um, while attuned to this thing, uh, you might get a wild mage surge. Nothing. Uh, I think I rolled a fourteen, so uh, nothing happened. Boo. Okay. Oh. All right, the mage. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. She's going to one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and then cast a spell and let's see. Um, she's worried about cold or elemental, you know, any elemental spells. So she's just going to sling a, um, upcast magic missile so let's see uh three four five six seven magic missiles go sailing into shovel luck seven normally I just average these but i'll i'll do it so it's, it's up there 22 plus seven is 29 damage huzzah <clears throat> And um, Aragon, you can also see, uh, can you see the health bar of Shavalok? Uh, sort of. Oh, a bit, bit dim. It, it's a bit dark. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise it a little bit just for the um, make it a bit more practical for you. That's better. Better. Okay. All right. So. Um, and uh, you hear the mage call out, We've already def um, uh, half-defeated Shavalak by severing his ties to those, those elemental nodes. He must, be, he must have been relying on them. And Vikander also points out Shavalak's other hand is covered in rime, this, uh, this uh, frosty stuff, and whatever, whatever ice covering that fist is, Seems to be um, cold magic is surging through Shavalak's arm and into his being. Somehow he's able to tap into that as well. Uh, that's Vikander going. Ash Louise. I will try to go inside. Okay. You got 10 feet of passage and then you're in. I said 10, 20, 25. 
Can I go here? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, as an action, I will channel divinity, create my 30 foot aura. Okay. This is the Twilight Essence yes. business. Okay, I'm just going to put that up. 20 foot? 30. 30 foot, yeah. Okay. Radius. It's a huge sphere of Twilight. Okay. I think in here you've been finding that all light light effects are half, so even magical lights and things. So your twilight's reaching 15, which is still covering half the room from the looks of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a channel divinity rather than a spell, if that helps. Oh, it's just light. If you, had a, if you even had a torch, it would do the same thing. I will then cast... Oh, gosh. Uh, I will upcast a spiritual weapon. Level 4 next oh. to him, and okay. slash at him. Let's see, spiritual weapon. There it is. Yeah, natural one, of course. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm moving that spiritual weapon over next to him, and our oh, natural one, so it misses, but it's still floating there. And then I will finish my turn with a 18 temp HP. Oh, nice. Okay, so the blue, blue bar is the temp HP. And then Shavalak takes a swipe at you, Aragon. Uh, let's see. Oh, Amaglass um, no. 17 misses. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Aragon, it's your turn. I'm going to try the same tactic. Okay, roll to hit. What's this sword of yours called? Ominous Silver Protector. Okay. Uh, it's 16. Oh, 16's, 16's a miss. 22. Okay, 22 hits. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 12 damage from the, uh, from... The sword? Oh, hang on. Uh, sorry, 16 damage from the sword. Yep. Plus I'm adding a smite okay. to this one. What level? Fourth. Okay, fourth level spells being slung around by paladins. You know things are getting up there when that's going on. <clears throat> yeah. 21... Uh, radiant damage on top of that, so that's a total of 37 damage. <laughs> nice, minus 37. Alright, so um, I'm just moving out of the way for a minute because I can't quite see. So almost half when you look at it, she's almost quite quite badly damaged, not quite critically yet. Um, now is that you? you? You've missed the first attack. I uh, missed the first, I hit with the second, uh, that is me. Um, for let's see what I've got for bonus actions. Uh, yep, no, that's me. Uh, okay. So I'm going to take the temp eighteen as well. Okay. I need that. Yep. <laughs> okay, and uh, ending your turn, you get that temp HP, and shovel like lair action. Not lair action, um, legendary, sorry. 
Um, swings at you, Aragon. Hitting armor class uh, 30 something, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, I think I worked it out if five hits on an eight, uh, uh, if five hits yeah. on, on 20, yeah, that, that's going to be, <clears throat> that's going to be a hit. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, hang on. Um, let's see, so three, five. Okay, Joe, 28 damage from the Morning Star. Bear in mind, the Morning Star is a fist. I think I said that before. And um, that's just a just a a, lair, a, a um, legendary action for finishing your turn, Aragon. Um, Shovelark then. Um, gestures to the sides and once to the walls and then once again this wave of chaos washes and uh, everyone needs to do the saving throw constitution saving throw is it necrotic damage? it is for necrotic damage then I don't need to because I'm immune yes this is correct <laughs> not very nice does it? yes thanks Hey, no, the wizard is dead. <laughs> the wizard just dies from two waves of this stuff. Um, how did everyone go? Aragon passes with a 27. Jakus, uh, you fail with a 13. Um, and this is going to do 21 necrotic. Ash Louise, you pass. Oh, no, you fail with an 18. Oh, passes. I got that 20. I had advantage at all magic. Oh. You got advantage. Okay, yep, that's fine. In that plus, case... Plus Paladin Auras as well. Yeah, I got 25. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Then you pass. Um, and, oh yeah, Riddle, you're immune. You just wash it bathing in it. Bring it on. Nice one. Okay, Shavalak. Um, uh, how much damage do we take? 21. Ah, uh, 10. Okay, Shovelark's just going to whack um, you twice, Aragon. Did that, did that come up? No. There we go. Seven. So armor class uh, twenty-three. Oh yeah, that, that, that hits. Yeah, it does. Um, then he crunches you with a thirty-one damage. And then swings at you again, hits again, and does 44. Are you unconscious? I am down. Oof! Red X, red X yourself. That should happen automatically when you take their hit points off. And that's Shavalak's turn. And um, Shavalak sort of drifts over in this direction. sidling around to the exit. Uh, that's that's it. Um, Jakus. Um, I'm gonna draw both my mace and the sword. 
Ooh. Okay, with haste, you spend your first turn in boosting, powering up. Yeah, so first attack with, uh, with, a, with a mace. Okay, this is the mace of smiting. Oh, wait, I should have brought it again because I have advantage. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, 22. What's the, what's the advantage from? Uh, vow of What? Oh, the vow. Vowel. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Let him go. Let him go. Okay, yep, I understand. Um, you declared him to be your anathema to you, and uh, you smash him with a 22. I'll add the level one smite. Level one smite. Um, Shavalak mm. is a huge chaotic evil fiend. Does that do extra d <laughs> An extra d8 yeah. to whatever you uh, would normally do. Alright. Three, so I think. Three d8 with the first level spell. So that would be a total of 23 damage on the first one. 23 in total? Okay. And then I'll swing again. Second attack. 29 hit. 29 hits. And then another level one smite. Okay. Uh, 28. Okay, now with this this first smash, you pound it into Shavalak's elbow. He, he looks like he's warding off. He's got this big mace hand at the back, and he's using this frost frost fist and forearm as a shield. And you just come in and just go pound and smash it, um, and ice shatters, and you see this ring on Shavalak's hand. And the next time. Uh, you smash right onto the ring, and the fist just explodes into as if the whole arm was 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 frozen, and suddenly all this mm -hmm. cold energy just goes pissing out of the end of his of the stump that you've just created, um, and swirling on the ground, and um, and this coalesces into in the centre of the room, and uh, into a pile of snow which then rises up and takes a humanoid form an enormous humanoid form and it is there that you recognize your old nemesis uh Aurel, in the center of the room oh boy the ice maiden hey, uh, i think we found a ring oh, crap. okay uh, so my, just, just thought uh, I'd give you a bit of a description before you. I think you do have an offhand attack, don't you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, offhand attack with a sword. Okay. Twenty-three hit. Twenty-three hits. This is on shovel luck. Yep. Another level one tonight. Oh, nice. Okay. Shovel luck's looking tattered now. Smash, smash, smash. And then, so that's a, what's this, 28, 43 damage on the third one. Um, and then my haste attack. So hang on, so how much damage did that third attack do? Uh, 43. Oh, so look at the health bar, everyone. Do, do, do. <laughs> He's now real. Yeah, and, and I have a, a haste attack. Okay. 30. Okay. And uh, then my last level one. 30 hits. Right. 30 hits. 
Second, second last attack. Onto Shavalak, I presume. 21 and 29. Uh, okay, so the 20. Yeah, the, just roll one at a time. So, yeah, 20 hits. Oh, it's an advantage, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. 20, 29. Go for it. Uh, the, I'll, I'll add the second levels. Okay. Under 30 damage. Okay. Um, right, so you now, now pound, you've just done it more. Um, the two maces was was enough to smash the arm off, and uh, then another, what, two or three attacks, whatever it is, um, has now switched to his head and torso, and Shavalak's just a, tatters. And finally, with this last one, I think this is with your. Is, it, is this with the hammer? The um, smite, mace of smiting. Oh, this is back to the mace. Okay, so you just now just pound this into into Shavalak's, you know, uh, neck, and you can hear within this shadowy stuff, this shadowy sponge, bones cracking and arteries just exploding from the, from the damage, and Shavalak looks back at you, shocked. And then he seems to tremble, and he looks fearful for a moment but he's not looking fearful at you it's as if he's he looks down at his chest and he looks like he's fearing something within him and um all of this uh, you know this power that's been exuding from him starts to um just wash off him but then curl back and go straight into his chest and Aurel, um, I think Ash Louise, you're seeing this. I can't see. Where are you, Riddle? Oh, you're well, well back. Okay. Um, uh, Ash Louise, you um, see Aurel is quite shocked at what's going on too. Um, curious, initially amused at Shavalak dying, but um, uh, something seems to grow from a, from a point as he dissipates. And this, in the same way as Aurel's energy was being tapped, um, that was only something he came by when, uh, I think late in the adventure, when they managed to rescue, uh, recover it from, what's his name, Bugalugs, the, um, you know, Cholton adventurer. Um, but this huge tendril of, of, of ink rises out of the remains of Shavalak and whatever power that he, he had contained and used has now been released and you see it manifesting as like this giant shadowy serpent and it takes on form and uh, becomes a tangible material thing although you can see it's not doesn't have an end it just disappears as if it's reaching through a portal and um, it rises up and grows bigger and bigger right in front of you Jakus I'm taking a while to describe this, obviously, to you know, to make sure it's clear. But um, this is all happening in in the blink of an eye, in a, in a couple of moments. Um, 
and uh, you recognize this enormous serpent before you. Ash, you recognize this from scriptures as Dendar the Night Serpent. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Some kind of dark elder serpent deity of nightmares or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It may not be, obviously, being a god of some sort, you, 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 Dendar is the enemy of Abtal. They're sort of mortal enemies. Jackos, back to you. Did you have another, did you have another attack? Uh, yeah, the 14 and the 9, that was my last attack. And who are you attacking with those attacks? If it could go in the shadow, I guess. Let's see, Gaga. Yeah, so onto um, Dendar's shadow. Yep. Yeah, you hit with the. What is it? A 20? Oh, 29, what wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. How much damage? Uh, 20. Oh, is it uh, another D8 also? Um, a fiend. Alright, so it would be this uh, twenty-six. Okay. And does that finish your turn? Uh yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, Dendo looks down at you with that you've you've um, dared to attack attack it. Bear with me. Oh. Getting the spelling right. Oh, okay, here we go. And I heal 18, right, Ash? Yes, 18, 10 HP. You, do, you don't heal. It's not healing. You don't get. You don't oh, yeah, recover hit points. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So level one. Uh, Okay, um, and you feel this whispering voice in your head, Jakus. Can you do a saving throw? Wisdom, please. 18. Uh, 18. No, it fails, unfortunately. And you hear these yeah. whispers. These dissonant whispers. Mm -hmm. Three. Yep. Yeah. And I'll just and I'll roll. You take psychic damage. 
I could just do average, but I'll, I'll just roll it. For you to take 48 damage. And you can't hear anything. You've seen to this whispering voice of Dendar in your head, aside from bleeding from the ears, from the horrible psychic damage, you're also deafened, at least for now. And I'm also stunned. Stunned? Yeah, because uh, my haste would go off. Um, ah, yeah, just check the, check the stun. But... Um, I'm just going to roll a um, initiative. Can't, can't, move, uh, can't move or take actions. Yeah, it's, it's not quite stunned, which is worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I'm adding Dendar into the... Um... Dendar... How's your dexterity, Dendar? 12, all right. Okay, so after Riddle. So we've got um, Jakus is just finishing up. You've, you're done with your turn now, Jakus, and that was because that was a, yeah. an attack from um, from Dendar. Riddle, your turn. You might not even be able to see what's going on here. Fly um, <laughs> <why> in. <laughs> we were like, yeah. See, yeah, I'm going down. Oh, okay. Uh... And, you know what, just for the fun of it, I am going to try, because I have no idea what this big scary thing is, I'm going to try polymorph it. Okay. DC 19, into a baby bunny. Oh, okay. Um, let's see how it goes. I'm just rolling D20s and then applying. Dendai gets a 3. Um, what are we saving against? For polymorph? Uh, double checking, it's a wisdom save. Okay. Um, Alright, so it looks like a bit of bunny ears start to appear on Dendar's head, and Dendar sort of shakes their head and uses one of the, you, you burn one of Dendar's legendary resistances. Creatures oh. of this power can um, automatically fail, but they've got a limited amount they can do that. I, I well. Uh, You've probably still got more movement if you want it. And... What else? I think I also wanted to do this now, and I've completely blanked. Kind of hoping the bunny... I didn't think it would work, but I figured it was what the hell. Um... Almost. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting um, Dendar to fail it, to be honest. Um... Uh, so that, that was, was my action. Um, it's not much else I can do. I might, however, go and hide behind a meat shield, so I'll go hide over here. Oh, okay, so you're Sorry, over... I can't help, can't help you, Aragorn. Yep. So you're over next to Riddle. Um, Ara I think Aragorn's down. Oh, no, so you're over next to Ash, sorry. I'm looking at yeah. Riddle written over the top of Ash. You're outside of Jakus's aura. You would be in, in, in Aragon's aura. Um, now... That's my aura, so you get 18 temperature. This is true. This 
Are we good? Yep. Okay, alright, so that's riddle done. Let's do another lair action. Okay. Alright, so, um, Riddle, yes. you hear a voice in your head, the voice of the Night Serpent, and need to do a saving throw versus Wisdom. No Paladin bonus for now. Oh my god! Natural one, no Sharpie around to save you. However, it only does nine damage. Ow. However, you are so frightened by this that, uh, or, or so staggered by this, you must immediately use your reaction to move as far as you can away from it. Now, in this case, directly away. So I think you would fly to this back corner if you can still fly. If it can't be, if you don't lose concentration. I get it. Um, Tashes. Yep. Um, check my concentration. I get advantage. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you maintain your spell. Yep. Okay. Um... So that was Riddle, finishing turn and getting getting Dendar slapped. Now when Dendar does the Dendar slapping, Aurel steps forward and with this um, spiked mace, she's standing a fair way back, she wails and smashes Dendar. Oh. And then Dendar goes... Let's have a look. And Oral hasn't had an action yet, but... Um, okay. Hmm. I think at this point, just a, just a bite. Okay, Arag um, not Aragon, um, Jakus. Uh, Dendar re recoils back and then whoosh, lashes out, fifteen foot from the from the sky and la launches down at you. Um, rolling to hit. Hitting armor class, uh, 18. Oh, that misses. It misses, all right. Let's see. Uh, 23. Okay, um, misses and that's its turn. Auril stands there, 
And it looks like Aurul emanates cold and so on, but is focusing it on Dendar, but Dendar's pretty much ignoring it. These two creatures of cold and darkness in different sort of flavours um, don't really affect each other in that way. However, she swings her Morning Star twice. Um, and does a crit on Dendar. Oh, wow. I'm doing another big, and one of them was also a miss, but um, uh, I think, just making sure. Yes. Um, and that's her turn. And we're now on to Ash Louise. She will just be slightly stunned at this turn, turn of affairs, although she quickly like kneels down and lays hands on Aragon and casts a quick, you know, heal and gives him <laughs> 70 HP. 70 HP. Okay. Yeah. Aragon, you cough and splutter, your eyes your eyes open and you are um, prone but um, are fully operational. And then uh, as a bonus action, my sword will swing in next to Jakus like whizzing past Oriel and then slashing away at Dendar. Okay, level four, level four sword. Uh, it's a plus 10 to hit, so let's see. 18? Uh, yeah. 18 misses. Oof, 18 okay. misses. Oof, that's an oof. Okay, yeah, an oof moment. But that's your turn and Aragon's back. Aragon, it's your turn. Oh, hang on. Uh, Dendar. Dendar's going to take another whack at you, Jakus. Oh, actually, I'm going to have to start rolling now. Um, odd, it's Jakus. Odd, it's Jakus. Otherwise, he'd go Aurel as well. Okay, hit you, Jakus, doing another. Twenty-two damage. Where am I? That's Aragon. So Aragon's going to spend half his movement to get up. Okay. And he's going to move to here next to Jakus. Okay, so you run up to in the at the foot of Dendar, fighting side by side with Jakus and Ash's floating scimitar. Mm-hmm. And... Seeing that this is the bigger threat, I'm going to uh, start slashing this one. Okay, roll to hit with your sword, long sword. Twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four hits. I'm also adding a fourth level divine smite. Mm. Is this a fiend? You say it is a fiend. Forty damage total. All right. Um, okay, you do the forty, and um, Dendar is now looking wounded. Or I say shadow of Dendar. It's some sort of aspect or dream state. Then I'm going to attack him again. Okay. 
22 to hit. Uh, 22 hits. Um, adding a third level Divine Smite. <laughs> For a total of 43 wow. damage. Okay. That Done. is my turn. Okay. Now, I'm going to shift back to... Okay, Shovelark seems to flop down on the ground and then just snake through you um, with alacrity, with like vampire level speed. Um, so much so that you don't get an opportunity to uh, take a strike and then appears over here next to Ash and Riddle. Um. Oral, actually, no, she can't. One, two, one, two, three. Yes, she can. So she can reach out with her Morning Star and smash Dendar. Uh, missing. Jakus, your turn. I can't. Should I look confused and huffing and just uh, maybe ask Oral, this or are you against us? <laughs> she looks at you and uh, with cold eyes and just puts her chin up and uh, turns back turns her attention back towards Dendar. <laughs> well look, she didn't smite you, that's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. Look, we'll take that as she's with us for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very uh, Jenny Garth mean no, is it not Jenny Garth very uh, mean girls. <laughs> Main girls look. It's my turn. What are you gonna do, Jekus? That's my that's that, that that's my turn because I can't move or take actions. Oh, okay, yeah, so you miss out on one turn, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um alright, riddle. How's it how are you feeling? <laughs> Ow. Uh <laughs> I am going to cast Crown of Stars, Ooh. and then um, using my bonus action, I am going to throw one of the moats at uh, this big thing in front of me. So. Okay, so cast your Crown of Stars and hurl one of these moats at uh, the shadow. 28. 28 hits. 19 radiant damage. Wow. Okay, and you've got you've still got a number of stars circling around your head as well. Yes. Looking very holy with those wings, tashes, transformation, stars, flaming sword. You look like something Ash would summon. Um, uh, and I've got to roll my twenty. What was that for? I got a natural uh, for my uh, braces. I got a twenty. Does that mean Is it's it 20 a twenty or? One. Raven bands. I've got to get a 
I've got to roll a one for something to happen. Is it? Yeah, the okay. one time I need a one. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, yeah, good to roll that before we work out whether it, what it does, because as soon as you cast yeah. the spell, the the uh, we'd have to dial it back because the it replaces whatever you were trying to do. Now Dendar looks at you and whispers in your head. You need to do a saving throw, Riddle. Wisdom again. Uh, yes, this is against this, the whispers, whispers of darkness. Uh, 14 is a fail. And you take 37 damage. Oh. And Aurel spanks Dendar for that and does some da more damage with the Morningstar. I'm also taking the damage, I'm going to use Misty Escape. Okay, remember to um, subtract all of your temp hit points before you take off your normal hit points. Um, but yeah, uh, Misty you... Escape, uh, when I take damage up to 60 feet, I'm invisible. Okay, alright, so you move yourself on it where you want to be, put the invisibility symbol on yourself, and uh, do -do -boom -boom. Middle Riddle is blinked out. Um, Dendar? No, no counterspell. Alright, um, that's you done. Now Dendar goes and turns attention on you, Ash. Alright. Okay, Dendar whispers at you and you hear some sort of magical words being spoken to you. Make a whiz save? Um, I'm just checking it. Intelligence saving throw. Okay. It was about a paladin range, I imagine. Yeah, I believe so. They'll, Just. They'll, they'll chime in if you're not. That sneaky Dendar. Did you fail? <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, I think I failed, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. The rest of you see um, Ash Louise sort of drop her arms by her side and just go slack-jawed and sort of look around in a daze, like um, stupefied. Um, Ash, your intelligence and Charisma are now one. Oh, I've been feeble-minded. And, uh... You take some damage. Da, 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 da. I'll turn that music down a little bit in a sec. And you take 17 psychic damage. As Dendar silences you in only the way Dendar can. You can understand language. You can't, uh, no, you can't understand language. You can't cast spells. You can't activate magic items or communicate in any intelligible way. 
You can identify friends, so you would know your friends, and you can follow them and perhaps even protect them. Um, you would be able to defend yourself, say, wielding a weapon or some of some sort. But I'm, I'm, I like to go rule as written for this whenever I can. Um, and you haven't cast spiritual weapon, but you still have it up, I believe. Yes. And so in the same way, um, you can still use your spiritual weapon in an animalistic, feral fashion as you would, you know, your... Um, wielding it. Sure. Um, but that's that's Dendar's action. And then Aurel stalks in. And I'm just doing average damage now um, and, and average likelihood to hit. And Dendar is now looking seriously injured. Um, Ash Louise. A, hoping for a greater restoration. Yeah. But, uh, I will attack with Purge Uben. Okay. This is the axe, right? Yeah. Alright. Oh, this doesn't come 30. out much. <laughs> yeah. I'm always wielding it. Um, so 13 to hit, and then as a bonus action, I'll use my spiritual weapon. Okay. So the 13 misses, but try the spiritual weapon. Oh, oh no, it's 15. <laughs> okay. So you're in a bit of a slap fight. You're a bit dumbfounded. Um, and Dendar this time um, turns to Orwell and whispers at her. And uh, uh, she pauses for a moment, clutching her temple. Aragon. You guys are all out of fourth level spells? I'm going to move over to here, um, or would would you prefer if I'm one one less? Where's there? Where's here? No, next agenda. Yep. Okay. No. Yeah. Yep. Move, move right. one back. One back. Yep. That's fine. Otherwise, you're still you're occupying in. Den yeah. You're snuggling up to Denda. Yeah. Hence why I was asking yeah. you before I completed. Okay. Uh, so that's one, two. Okay, cool. I've still got movement if I need it. Okay. Um, but yes, I'm going to keep keep the pressure on. Okay. Okay. So with the long sword, go for it. Roll to hit on Dendar. That's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven hits. I'm adding a third level divine smite. More third level. We're working down on the list. You guys have blown all your greater restorations, I presume. Uh, how much damage? Uh, for a total of 46. 46? Yep. You guys are going berserk. Okay. Second attack. 19 to hit. Uh, that hits as well. And my final third level spell okay. slot for uh, Divine Smite. Yeah. For a total of 33 damage. Okay. 
you're just hacking and slashing and there's wounds all over the place, all over this, this creature. You can actually see a couple in the picture if you look closely. Um, is that you, Aragon Dunn? Uh, yes, that is me. Okay. Um, for your efforts, um, Dendar whispers in your mind. Uh, what was the saving throw for that one again? That was a... It was Dissonant Whispers, which I think was Intelligence. I'll go back, hang on. Wisdom. Thirteen. Oh. It was so close to being a nineteen on the yeah, dice. Yeah. Forty-three damage. Psychic. Mm. Remember to take your temp hit points off first. From being bathed in Lothander's glory. <laughs> Sounds a bit dodgy. Alright. <laughs> How you going? Damage done? Oh, yep, okay. damage is done. can see you're pretty badly injured there. Um, and again, every time he does a... Um, uh, Dendar does a, a legendary action, I'm triggering that as Auril's legendary action as well. Okay, um, Jakus. It's after shaking off the fatigue, I'm going to rush out here. And I'm going to take three strikes at the Dendar. Okay, three strikes at Dendar. So, mace, mace, hammer. Uh, 29 to hit. 29 with the mace hits. I'm going to add the menacing attack. Menacing attack, okay. Battlemaster uh, stuff. Wisdom, save DC 18 or be frightened. Okay, chooses to um, to pass that with legendary resistance. Second attack. How much damage? I haven't taken the damage off. Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Uh, twenty-seven to hit. Uh, twenty-seven hits. Another menacing attack. Uh, this is not an advantage. Yeah. This is not Valvemity on this creature. That was. Uh, it's, oh, sti okay. it's still a hit anyway, because it's a swing so, one. 20, 21, yeah. Yep. How much damage? Uh, 24 and another DC 18. Wisdom save. Okay. And what's that for? Uh, another menacing at attack. Okay. Failed that and chooses to, fa to pass that as well. Alright, uh, last one. 25. Black Dragon's Wrath. Okay, you hit. Uh, a menacing attack, and I will add a level 3 <laughs> Divine Smite. Okay. So, another DC 18 saving throw. Okay, no more legendary resistances Eight. left. Fails it. And a look of fear he's, crosses Dendar's face. He's frightened and takes. 46 damage. Oh. Alright, with that final strike of the of your of your flurry there, you rush past the other two, 
enter into a huge pounding and um, Shavalak is sort of uh, basically cut to, cut to ribbons. It's a, a much bigger than you could, you know, not into pieces or anything. Um, but you sever it almost at the, where this portal is that moves with Shavalak and all of the pieces seem to just drop away and then just get hoovered up through the portal and the portal closes with a, with a hiss. And uh, just gonna turn the music down a bit. And Dendar is gone. Uh, Riddle, you're next. What do you want to do? Um, did we work out of or was going to do anything against <laughs> no, us? You, you worked that out. You're all in a flurry of blood and frenzy and pounding maces and whatnot. What do you want to do? If you look across at Oral, Oral is standing there regarding you coolly with a side stance. I am going to, <laughs> I think, ready an Eldritch Blast. If any hostile moves, I'll fire it straight Okay, off. all right. So you've got your six guns out and uh, you're waiting there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oral, so that's you, Oral. Sorry, moving on. Okay, Oral goes. All right. She stands there regarding you all coolly. Um, and uh, one starts to sort of stride slowly across across the um, across the ground leaving leaving a, a trail of um, frozen ground wherever she goes and um, she looks at you all and says um, I know you all and as she speaks it's it's um, enunciated it's well pronounced words and so on but you can hear it's also um, in the back of in the back of that sound, there's um, it sounds like there's the howling of, of wind in a in an ice cave, and you can hear as she walks. There's this tinkling, like of um, slightly crackling um, crystals, similar to what you experience when you're in the Yeti lair. Um, and she says, "You convinced me of my folly." in staying hidden from the world and my enemies and I've chosen to leave the north to its own devices and watch over it as I have done but now take the fight to those who would thwart me Umbali, the bitch of the sea Talos and the others but Part of me was invested in this uh, this magic item that I um, was stolen so long ago and brought south to the lands where I have far less power. And by destroying it, I was able to manifest again. And she says, for that, I thank you and bestow a reward. Um... And uh, she sort of gestures, and you feel um, some sort of holy blessing. 
you're not sure what that is. And uh, she says, "I now leave this 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 land this um, realm now to the um, refuse at within." And with do, the, I, do I get my sanity back? Uh, let me look. You got feeble mind. Why with us? Jabbed in the first place? <laughs> no. Um, um, you are. Um, you are still feeble minded. <laughs> I'll see. I'll just check about what. I don't think Aura's even in this form. Might not be able to do anything for you anyway. Um, but you feel it. You feel just like a, someone with intelligence one would still feel good when someone massages their feet. Uh, you feel like someone's come and patted you on the head and given you a pat on the back. Enough to wag your tail with your one intelligence. Okay, no. Um, she looks at you um, after. You're sort of looking up at her, sort of doe-eyed, with your recognizing her as friend, and she gestures to you, and your faculties come back to you. I gasp and sort of, you know, sputter, and I go, I look up, and I give her. We, I think we exchange a look. You know, she she kept me in an ice prison for a good while and tried to kill me, and then we banished her. But now, you know, we fought side by side. So I think we exchange an understanding look. And I, <laughs> I, I sort of, I give her a, a, a shallow bow and whisper my thanks, okay. <laughs> as one does. Cleric to God, it only pays to be polite. <laughs> All right. Um. And uh, with that, she, like as I was saying, she um, starts to uh, basically just corporates and, and plane shifts or something off. She's now free, effectively. And the rest of you are left here in this place. I wish to dash off to find the mage to cast a vivify before the minute since passing is up. A mage to cast revivify? She wants to bring the mage back. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yep, no worries. So you rush over uh, to the corpse of the mage and um, uh, the mage also gasps and regains consciousness on one hit point or whatnot. Ah, welcome back, sir. You, you missed you missed a jolly good show. Yes, yeah, so two gods fighting. I lost my mind. It was a whole thing. I I didn't think I was going to last long there, but if we're all going to die, we may as well um, uh, get off what we could. I could see that I wasn't going to survive probably one or two of those necrotic waves, but um, that's why I threw as many magic missiles in one hit as I possibly could. It was very courageous of you. <laughs> And um, you feel some cracks um, open up at your feet, Aragon. Starting from this skull in the middle of the room, and there's a bit of a shudder in the blight spire. I think it might be wise to leave. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Okay. Uh, you will brook no argument from me. How do we get out? What's the exit strategy? We we were teleported here. Surely we can find what teleported us and take that route. Yeah, uh, you can remember that you you had Sharpie and Core um, guarding the escape route, so um, they can call to you from down the passage and, and yell out this this portal still seems active. Let's, let's head on the portal then. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, you are teleported to the entrance and rush out just in time as this whole um, spire seems to crumble behind you. And um, if you recall, the Shade Walk is, is like a little demiplane or a domain or a sub-area of the Shadow Fell. And it looks like the entire maze is crumbling. Um, and uh, the mage looks says that she can lead you through the maze quite quickly if we if we race because remember she's been here a long time lead the way okay and she does so you basically she basically sprints off um and you all follow it takes about um 20 minutes so you're very puffed some of you with low constitution might need to be helped or carried by the others um but the from the center where the blight spire is the maze is slowly just collapsing on itself. So all the walls are crumbling. Not so much like an earthquake, more like a uh, um, millennia of time passing in an instant. So weathering away to nothing. And by the time you've exited the, um, the maze um, and crossed the bridge back into the main, to the Shadowfell, um, the looking behind you, the maze, the spire are both gone, and the shade walk itself, this demiplane, is nothing more than a barren landscape filled with a few standing structures or half structures. The mountains in the distance fade into mist, signaling that this entire demiplane is collapsing. However, you can see across the bridge a blue white radiance shining, a beacon, and there was a conduit that you came through to get here, if you recall. It's probably about a hundred feet away. Do we dash to it? Yeah, you can race to it, no problem. Um, you race to it and there's no rolls or, not, or anything necessary, but um, you, you know, you would need to rush. Wasn't there a dragon you rescued as well earlier? I can't remember. Uh, yes, there were Lythene and where are they? Did anyone else? Yeah, did anyone else need an exit? Yeah, Lythene and Bovran, um, when you arrive at the conduit, are already are already there, standing a few feet away. And oh, they fantastic. they gesture at you and say, "Go, go, go!" You don't have to tell me twice. Okay. <laughs> All right. And um, you go blatting through this, if you recall, this sort of spiral tunnel type thing, a portal through the, um, through the astral and then the ethereal uh, until you find yourselves back in um, the same place where you'd sent Artis, if you, 
if you remember, Artis, I think Masika and um, and and, a, and another party to open a portal within Mesro. And remember, it had to be done simultaneously for you guys to even come here in the first place. And uh, let's see. And you can see um, Lythine and and um, you know the the elf and the and the dragon are there, and Masika. I can't remember. I can't. Rem I think she went with Artis. I'm thinking back now. So she's there as well. And um, Masika, to Artis's amazement and probably your own seems to change form and she takes on the form of a slender human woman with long flowing hair um, and um, artist says that's the the symbol of the beret and all around you um, sort of overlaying it like a hologram on top of uh, the real thing um, you see this illusion of a city and you see sort of ghost people walking about the streets um, in the distance you're at the base of this um, enormous uh, what are they called tesseract in the middle of the city if you re recall there was like an illusion of of Uptal looking over the pe over the people um, but over time the illusion seems to start to become solid and so that you can you can't even see the rubble and the debris and the jungle vines and they all vanish and the true Mesro seems to be restored and uh, on top back in place of wherever it was whisked away from so many years ago 100 years ago when Cholt was was split off from the main peninsula um, let's see The shining streets are filled with bustle. It's almost as if they that nothing happened and they were just um, carrying on from from where they left off. However, Artis, Masika, Lythene and Bovin are all there um, with the residents of the Shade Walk. No longer Shadowkin, they've been restored to their former selves. If you recall, they were sort of slum, um, you know, shuffling zombie-like creatures in the Shadowfell. And um, while there was an illusion of this of this being at the top of the of the of the um, of the pyramid, um, you see the the Mesroan friends of yours all looking over your shoulders and looking up in awe, and many people kneeling as they as they look up, and you see that this image of the of the being the um, the Chalton warrior warrior god is smiling benevolently down upon you all but staring straight at you who what is staring straight at us sorry um it seems ah. the the image of Ubtau is oh 
I imagine the paladins are up front, but I will give like a deep bow for like behind them, you know? Yep. <laughs> Anybody else want to say anything or? Yeah, Aragorn will be bowing as well. Okay. You hear a language being spoken, and it's 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 ancient Mesroan, but you hear it in your heads and in in your common tongue, whatever that is, Elvish or Tabaxi, whatnot. Um, and I won't try to do the voice, uh, I don't think, but um, uh, in common, uh, says, we all thank you for your efforts in restoring the balance to this realm. The children of Obtau are free now from corruption, the corruption of the Night Serpent, my ancient ally, my ancient enemy. He looks off to one side and thinks for a moment and says, you have done many things in, the, in such a short time. Um, I bestow upon you the mark of the feathered serpent. And around you appears this um, uh, necklace with some very brightly coloured feathers. It reminds me of those kuatl that you flew on to arrive, to, to find your way to the uh, Moratal. Um, all of us get one? Yes, all of you have one. I'll put it in the chat. Mark of the feather, no, mark of the feathered serpent. It probably is only going to be more relevant when you are in. In Chult. Um, but it gives you effectively like being a close friend and ally of the Kuatl, which are the ancient creatures oh. that f that brought humanity to Chult okay. in the first place. And um, then um, Ubtal sort of looks looks back and looks looks around, and some other um, what looked like great heroes. Probably they were wouldn't have even been recognisable when they were just shades in the in the shade walk, um, looking like uh, knowledgeable um, elders or great warriors. One that looks a bit wry um, in a cloak and robe and 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 fast travelling gear. Um, <clears throat> but one um, speaks for the others and says, uh, we are the Beret. Some call, those in the north may call us Pal Aladin, um, the north. <laughs> you would know that um, uh, um, that might be a derivative of Paladin for even further north, but when they say north, he's talking about Kalimshan, which to you guys is all far to the south. Uh, it's just a matter of perspective. He says, we are the Beret, protectors of Mesro, and those who sought to save it from the devastation of the spell plague a century ago. And we thank you for restoring, restoring what was... Um, but it, we were overzealous in our protection and uh, um, with the intervention of some evil entities, we're unable to reverse it. 
you've created an atmosphere for the return of, of uh, Ubtal. And um, you'll always be considered legendary figures amongst the creatures of, Me of Me the, within its walls of Mesro. Um, and he gives you this talk. It looks like a sort of um, Aztec or Mayan jewellery. And this is a mark of a guardian of Mesro. Um, one of them says, uh, sometimes, this is the roguish sort of one, says, you know, heroes like things a little bit more material. And uh, the, the paladin sort of knight type character says, ah, yes. Um, I'm sure we can find a reward from the uh, riches of Mesro. Um, and uh, looks to each of you. And says, um, let's see, I'll go with Riddle first. Um, health. A weapon, perhaps? A shield? Or maybe understanding, Riddle? I think understanding would be my preference. Our great ones. Understanding. Health. Okay. Um... Okay, and you are bestowed a book, and upon reading it, it's up to you, you will gain two points of wisdom or intelligence. Thank you. I'll clutch <laughs> my chest and read that at first chance I get. <laughs> okay. Um, and does anyone else want to have a go? I've put them into the chat. Oh. Uh, does... A bit of a meta point, but will, will does the stat raise you past 20? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, in that case, Ash will come up and sort of also bow and thank the god, you know, for, for his gifts. Okay. And, you, know, you know, god, etc. You know, yep. saying that, you know, the of Salune and Lavanda is happy to assist. And, and may, uh, I also would like to choose understanding. Understanding. Okay, so you are, you are given a... It's like a scroll, um, not a whole tome or anything. But these are... Um, the wisdom of Abtar will be realised upon reading these. And um, you can do the same thing. Read them and your wisdom goes up by two. Um, riddle? Uh, that was Riddle. Ash, Aragon? Shield. Okay. Aragon wants to protect the... Uh innocence okay all right so you're um given a shield um looking like a cholton one sort of those sort of rectangular type ones i think um and i'm, I'm we'll come back to it but um it's got the properties of a spell guard shield do you have a magical shield currently 
only magical shield I've got is the Sentinel shield, which gives me advantage on initiative rolls and perception checks. So. Yeah, okay. Alright, uh, let me have a look. You can, I'm sure you're probably in there already, just to see. Advantage on saving throws, all other magical effects and spell attacks, so that's things like um, Eldritch Blast and so on, have disadvantage on hitting you. Ooh. And that is very rare. So this one is not a very rare one. It's legendary, um, and it's a plus two shield. I'm going to put it in here. Plus two spell guard. Um, Jakus. I'm going to take out my old hammer from one. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, I'm glad that really fine of this hammer. Could you bestow your power on it so it can be stronger? Okay. Um, it receives the blessing of Obtal and becomes plus three. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the hammer that you received. You, you, when you were level two, you got a block yep. of adamantine <clears throat> and you convinced these dwarves as a reward to just fashion that block into a hammerhead. Very simple. Yeah. Um, and then a bit later, and so it was an adamantine hammer. And then a little bit later on, you got it silvered. So yeah. it could affect silvered things. But up until the last 15 levels, <laughs> you've uh, just, yeah. been non-magical, but adamantine and doing double damage against doors. Um, and now it's plus three. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Okay. Um, you're each bequeathed with um, an item of jewellery, which is Chalton as well, um, which is, you know, you might want to keep it anyway because you've, you've got loads of cash, but it's, probably, it's just got value that you could trade it for 2,000 gold. Makes it um, portable as well. And... Lastly, um, the beret, the, the head beret says, so, uh, this is a little bit later on, Guardians of Mesro, um, we are short some beret. Would uh, any of you wish to um, take on the position? It would mean staying in Mesro and um, becoming a more permanent protector of the city. I I think I must go with the founder Selene tell me to, and I also have candle keep library to serve, but. I will keep the offer in mind. Mm. Then maybe a day when I, if you ever need me, you can send for me. Well, um, yep. They thank you for the consideration and uh, offer of uh, future 
um, aid. Remember, um, and uh, oh, we'll, got a bit of a there. And we'll contact you. I think it's probably my roll twenties. Um, thinking very hard right now. <laughs> I'm loading our main page of Chult. And so where are we? If we look on here on Mesro. Wreck of the Narwhal. There it is, Mesro, up, the, up in Kitchener's Inlet. Um, after some celebrations, feasting, and uh, recovery, probably just as importantly, you can take back flight to your airship and uh, fly the fairly short distance back to um, Port Nyanzaru, where Jakus's troops are billeted and start to prepare for the next part of your adventures, wherever that may lead. It will be good to know, it might be worth on concluding, um, what are, you know, individually, what are your next steps? Any thoughts from here? I think, oh, if anyone else wants to go first. Go ahead. <laughs> I think uh, if there's no duties pending, Ash might you know, invite Velin and you know, she can use sending to sort of, uh, you know, cast sending to all the, all the previous party members and, you know, organize like a sort of festival of candle heat, you know, just a casual meet-up dinner, you know, where they yeah. all meet up again before the next, you know. Uh, vision that tells her to go on another region of the world. Okay. And um, what about uh, you, Riddle? I think after the adventure she's had since coming straight out of her uh, statue imprisonment, I think she's going to probably enjoy just some downtime in general. Lots yes. of naps. Lots of naps. Some parties, more okay. naps. And reading her new book, of course. Well, there's lot, lots of fun to be had in Port Nyanzaru. There's, um, you know, villas and palaces and merchants' wards and things. You can certainly, yeah. if you've got the money, you can live it up. Absolutely. Have a, have a bit of time around the place, just enjoying it. Jakus? No pressure. Uh, well, with the money we got from mesro probably just go back to port nyanzaru buy as much dinosaurs and gladiators as i can oh yeah and prepare the siege for neverwinter right okay and um aragon he's still going to be hunting for this relic or whatever it is artifact oh yes or- of his god. Okay. But he is always uh, ascending spell away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you might spend a week or so at least recovering, resting, um, carousing, or um, preparing troops and supplies and, and whatnot. After about a week, um, a a pair of uh, mage-looking characters, adventuring-type mage-looking characters, um, show up at the 
um, mansion where you're hanging out, the, the richly appointed area. And um, they asked um, Riddle, um, we're, we're looking for um, Ash Louise and Jakus and uh, Sharpwise. I'm, they, they should be here nearby, my friend. What can we do there? We're just looking for information about some events uh, that happen that are happening far to the north of here and um, uh, following a trail that they've left to the south. Sounds like it'd be extremely interesting. I shall do my best to find them and make... And, 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 and we can discuss that together. Okay. All right. So, Jakus... Run on and, the channel, All right. <laughs> Jakus and um, Ash Louise, you're in your villa and at some point Riddle comes in and um, two characters come around the corner that look like uh, they're dressed like the Arcane Brotherhood. Ah, Friends of Velin. Uh, friends of Velin? They look at each other and they don't, yeah, they, they don't, they recognise the name. Um they say we're just pursuing a line of questioning um, and understand that uh, your group has undertaken a um, series of activities far to the north, Icewind Dale, in fact. Oh, that is correct. And the other one says... The other one says... And there was the, a flying city of some sort recovered and left. Uh, yes, we reactivated the Neremi city, but it is imperative we do not go there. It would be seeking your own death, I assure you. Well, that's what we came to ask you about, because um, we did locate this city um after there was a rumors of a comet falling from the sky and landing in the ocean um and not long after sailors reported seeing this huge meteor falling from the sky um a nearby series of islands have been completely devastated by some enormous beast <laughs> i think uh, that deeply face goes <laughs> And I'm just, we're just wondering if you might know anything more. She goes, she says, um, I think what happened, <laughs> truth be told, we were hoping that it would be trapped there, but there was a Tarrasque that was unleashed. We had hoped that it would have been trapped upon that city till the end of time. Okay, they're, you can tell that they're very used to being very diplomatic but like one of them's got white knuckles and the other one's pupils fully dilate. They recognise the import of what you've just said. And they sort of like, one of them chokes off their voice and says, so will you be looking to come and rectify this situation? Sorry, did he ask us to come rectify it? Yeah, yes. 
I look around at what the <laughs> others think, and I think, and I say, well, I mean, it would, I would see it as my duty if it's a threat to people, then yes, you could count me in, but... Riddle, you were going to say something? So Riddle just looks at the others and be like, how was this left out, left out of the story? <laughs> you missed this detail. Yeah. They found a scroll of Tarasque summoning and they, they summoned it as a watchdog, letting the pit bull roam around a place they didn't want anyone to go. Okay. And I think with that, we that, that's just a little, um, you know... You have to have these at the end of each uh, major arc. Maybe we'll come back to it um, and uh, pick up again in months' time or however long, but there's always an opportunity to come together as a group and uh, go and try and capture a Tarasque. <laughs> it's the final boss, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's actually not just a standard Tarasque. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Friday night. Yeah. All right. Well, that concludes not only Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, but this this arc through the whole um, Lost City of Mesro. So thank you for your persistence and tenacious um, efforts. It's been fun. Been a blast. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for being, being a great DM. Ah, uh, no problem. <laughs> awesome, Thank awesome, you. Alright. How long did this whole campaign take? Since the, uh, since the first one. Was it about a year? Yeah, I think it was just, just less than a year to do Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, getting up to level 13. And it was August last year that we started the Mesro arc. Goodness. So August, September, October, November, December. So we've probably been doing this for six months. Be about that. Yep. Um, now, level-wise, I think it's probably... It's not actually time. Like, usually you would go up right at the end of an adventure. But what I did was I brought that forwards because, you know, when you say something adventure is up to level blah, um, you never actually get to play that level because you go up right at the end of it. Um, so I think you went up to level 15 just, you know, while you're in the Shadowfell. Um, so, um, you're not at the point to go up to level 16 at this point, um, but well on your way, having defeated Dendar, made a friend of Auril, sort of, Shavalak and many other things. <laughs> yeah, our relationship with Auril is it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lythene and Bovrin, Lythene and Bovrin, the mage and the silver dragon, are keen to accompany you if you're going to be going on this airship north. Yeah, we'll have to do a hundred Tarasque session. Yeah, yeah, maybe a one shot or a two shot, something like that. How to put the Tarasque back in the box? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry we didn't see Sharpie, um, and we didn't have Core due to unforeseen circumstances. Very ha circumstances, happy though. times for happy times for him, I'm sure. Um, uh, but it would be great to come together again um, sometime and take this group 
on a next step. It's not, not, on, not rare that you get to sort of play this level. And there's definitely stuff to do. It's not like we're at a loss and you have to have more world-shattering events. Mm -hmm. yeah. Call it mopping yeah, up. Probably down if that happens. Yeah. All right. Well, in, with that, I'm going to throw to our closing and uh, we'll close from there.